now it's Just Plane Radio. Yeah. The show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. I can fly. Take me to the Brought to you by JustPlaneRadio.com. It's your lucky day. Your aviation resource on the information super skyway. You got a plane. Call Just Plane Radio toll free now at 888-884-2FLY. And the sky's the limit. That's 888-884-2359. Sir? I'd like you to take the helm, please. I'd be glad to. Greg, a co-pilot, that is me along, Captain Dennis. We are your crew for Just Plane Radio, the show devoted to the aviation lifestyle and learning to fly. And uh, I will tell you, uh, I'm pretty excited right now because, you know, I had a big birthday. I turned the big 6-0. I, be- I was told I look really good for an 80-year-old woman. But uh, that's not what I'm excited about. I'm excited that I'm back to my flight training. And uh, Dennis, if he goes back and checks his sporties uh, course, my uh, online sporties course, he'll see that I've at least made, uh, you know, one one module progress. How about that, Dennis? Did I get a brownie? Hey, any, any progress is great. I, I get mean, a cookie, I'll give you the banana. banana, or what? Yeah. What do I get? Yeah, we'll toss a banana just like okay. Keith used to do. He's going to whack me with a banana, <laughs> and that's a reward, believe it or not. But uh, I'll take it. Uh, so you know, I'm trying to get back into the groove of learning how to uh, fly aircraft, and it's been a long time coming. And, uh, you know, since, uh, you know, I I had such a long gap between my training, technology has advanced quite a bit since I was doing my training, one being my logbook. I have an old paper logbook uh, that Dennis and I have to get together and uh, compare notes on. He wants to see this because it's the only way he can do it. But he said, gosh, wouldn't it be great if we had like – uh, a digital logbook, and and actually, you brought your buddy Eric on uh, from uh, mylogbook.com. Is that what it is, or my flight? What is it? My flightbook. Myflightbook.com. Eric, welcome to Just Plane Radio. How you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no worries. So, uh, so is this right? Is it just basically a uh, logbook that's all digital, like in an app or something, or how does it work exactly? Yeah, um, so it's all cloud-based, meaning that that all of your data is up in in the cloud, which is great because it means that you have access to it from anywhere and from any device whenever and wherever you are. Right. And then I have apps for both iOS and for Android. uh, And even I used to have for Windows Phone back in the day, if you remember that. (laughs) Okay. um, That are are optimized to to interact with your data and report on your data. Uh, And, of course, one of the cool things about the mobile apps is uh, that because they're GPS-enabled, they can actually fill out your your logbook in real time for flights as you take them. Mm. And so... Uh, you know, as you as you take your flight, when you when you shut down the engine and you note your your uh, ending hobs or tack tack time, uh, it can it's already recorded things like your your route of flight, how much was cross country time, how many landings did you do, how much night flight, all of that stuff. You just fill in the details, save it, and all of a sudden, all your currency and your totals are all up to date. I love this. Now, uh, yeah, and it's only appropriate that you have your uh, your flight book or your logbook in the cloud. I mean, you're going to be in the cloud. You might as well have your stuff in the cloud, right, Dennis? What do you think? That's right. And, you know, what turned me on to my flight book was actually many years ago when I was getting my instrument rating because at, I was at the same point you were at. I had a paper logbook, and I'm trying to find all my hours and total stuff up to figure out what do I still need to do to get my instrument rating. And I figure, okay, I'm going to take 20 years worth of flying, and I'm just going to sit down here and start entering line by line. 
And I threw it all into a spreadsheet and imported it into my flight book. And lo and behold, I found 10 hours of instrument flight training that I had missed in my uh-huh. calculations over the years. So I figure my flight book has saved me money. Oh, and by the way, what's the monthly charge to use the service? What is it, Eric? It's free. Is it yeah, really? Sorry, I, don't, I, don't know the, I don't know those two words. <laughs> what? It's monthly free? Monthly service charge. <laughs> Yeah. Sorry, uh, now you said three words I don't understand. Yeah. yeah so no, pilots uh, are cheap, aren't we? Uh-huh. Yeah. Pilots are cheap, and <laughs> it's always been my opinion, much to my wife's chagrin, that um, I should uh, – there's enough expense in flying, a logbook should not be one of them. Hmm. Uh, and I've, I would far rather have uh, over 100,000 pilots using my flight book. Uh, for free than have, I don't know, 10,000 pilots paying me to use uh, my flight book. And uh, I am, in fact, north of 100,000 pilots now. Nice. um, Well, so how do you make money from this thing? Or is it you're just doing this for the love of aviation? Well, you know, people can throw me uh, can throw me beer money, and okay. uh, the, the beer money that they they throw me does indeed cover my monthly out of pocket costs, but it doesn't even begin to cover my time. No, I do this as a passion project. I've been um, incredibly fortunate. I uh, uh, was at Microsoft for most of the '90s, um, which was a good time to be at Microsoft. I was at Expedia for a number of years after that, and. Um, when I, when it was time for me to leave Expedia, I needed a coding project because I've been managing coders, but I hadn't been writing very much code myself. And, um, I also, every year for my flying club, I, you know, they want to know how much time do you have in purple airplanes on Tuesdays and months ending and why. And it was, it, it's basically an impossible thing to answer, uh, in a paper logbook. Uh, and I, I realized, Hey, this, what a great, uh, what a great opportunity to have both a, a coding project and to scratch an itch. Uh, and it that? just sort of took off from there. Uh, it's all open source now, but it's, it's mostly me. Yeah. Um, but the idea is that uh, if somebody wants to take a copy of the code and, and run it uh, uh, in some private uh, uh, online logbook, totally free to do that. I love this. So uh, myflightbook.com is the website to check this out. How did you find it, Dennis? Believe it or not, uh, just, you know, through Googling and Reddit, there was a lot of comments made to it. And I took a look at it and went, you know, this is this is simple. I like this. I started entering my current time and then I went back in and backfilled all of the previous entries to kind of get myself up to current. And up until I got my CFII, I was double blogging. I was doing paper logbook and also doing the online and after I got my double I, I'm like, why am I keeping this paper logbook up to date? I can just go print and make a three-ring binder if somebody wants to see all my lo- logs in paper. And I haven't looked back. Uh, absolutely love the program. I've been trying to convince every student that I have and people that I know to use it because it saves me time as an instructor. When they go to take their check ride, we don't have to go through their logbook and total up how many hours in type. How many hours for training? How many landings do they have? All this stuff that the FAA is looking for when you create their application. He's got a form built in there for under training. Click on it, it says 8710, and it spits out all of that data automatically. Now, they do expect you to print it out, though. You can't just show them, hey, I got oh, the no. app. Come on. Can you do that? No. What? No, actually, oh, even yeah. uh, endorsements. Yeah. So when I go to sign you off for a cross country, I can actually do it in the app with a digital signature. And if the FAA asks to see the sign off from your, from your instructor for a cross country, you can literally pull out your phone and it's going to have my digital signature endorsement on there. I About think it's that. just brilliant. 
I love it. And it also eliminates a problem. If you were to be on a cross country, say I'm going to send you from Orlando to Ocala, mm-hmm. and you have a problem and have to divert, and you wind up in Gainesville. You can't legally fly from Gainesville to Ocala once you fix the airplane because I didn't sign you off to land at Gainesville. Right. But I can go into my flight book and give you a digital endorsement, which authorizes you to make that cross-country flight now, and you're legal. Before, you would have to literally fax, photocopy, drive up, or whatever, you know, to legally give you an endorsement for stuff like this. Sounds awesome. I mean, Eric, I would imagine the FAA, uh, they're like your biggest fan. Do they like this, too? Have you had uh, any input from them? Uh, I I would love to have them as a... a, uh as a fan um alas no they take a very um hands off uh approach and you know I, it's actually a good thing um you know i i also have a lot of pilots for example in europe and they have to deal with easa or mm-hmm. easa however you pronounce the european uh, aviation thing and they are incredibly prescriptive and i run into things where because i don't have things in in exactly the right column with exactly the right format the pilots tell me actually that oh this isn't acceptable and it turns out it is totally acceptable the faa coming back to your question mm-hmm. is far less prescriptive the faa is totally fine with electronic log books well there you go they're not going to play favorites necessarily and and endorse it but i bet they uh, like it just like if you're a pilot and you're trying to manage your log book better this sounds like a great solution myflightbook.com check it out eric thank you for being on just plane radio that's good stuff i'm gonna put it to work my pleasure thank you and i'm gonna hold them to it okay (laughs) we got more coming up on just plane radio Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Do you have a message or product you need to share with the aviation world? Well, look no further than Just Plane Radio. Just like you, thousands of aviation enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. Go to JustPlaneRadio.com. Send us an email and let us get to work to make your marketing message matter. Whether you're a flight student, an experienced pilot, or simply an aviation enthusiast, there is a place for you as a member of the Aircraft Owners and Pilots Association. Join AOPA to get the latest general aviation news, safety resources, and technical support you need to sharpen your skills and become a central part of the nation's vibrant general aviation community. Learn more about becoming a member at AOPA.org. That's AOPA.org. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot. And flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. 
a state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons flight training professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. With Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. If you build an airplane and people are afraid of anything that flies, you can't just take the wings off of it because at that point, all you're left with is a really slow, super expensive bus. We built an airplane, we gotta fly it. Airplane, airplane, don't you go down today. Take me away, off to a better place, you know. This is Just Plane Radio. I am Greg, a co-pilot, along with Captain Dennis, uh, rounding out the crew. We have, uh, I don't know, Eric uh, uh, tapped out, and we've replaced him with RV Tom. He is with us now. It's been a while since we've talked to, to Tom on uh, Just Plane Radio, so we got to catch up and and educate everybody who's been uh, following. Uh, well, not necessarily your progress, but uh, your son's progress. You got you got a pretty big announcement today. Is that right? There, Tom. Yep. Yep. Last night he uh he's in Phoenix and he got his uh oh 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 yep. yep. What is it? My son calling me right now. Oh, he's uh, calling you right now. He's like, don't say anything don't stupid, talk Dad. Don't about me on the air, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> he's just calling me right now. But yeah, uh, I'll, I'll put him on hold here. Um, yeah, he last night he passed his check ride, so he is now an ATP or ATR. He rated an Embraer jet. Uh, so he'll be uh doing his uh, he's doing a loft check tonight. And that's for like a familiarization uh, flight. Wait, wait, wait. And, he, uh, he's doing a love check. Is that what you said? It's loft. Called- loft. Oh, a loft check. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was going to uh, like, what is this? Is that- some kind of hazing ceremony I missed <laughs> in the training no, manual? That he's, a, he's just, uh, you know, he's been, he was doing a check ride a couple of weeks ago and a simulator broke. So right in the middle oh. of the check ride, he had the actual FAA right there. Really? So they tried, so it is so, uh, the assembler is being used like 24-7, so uh, his uh, time passed. Even though the airplane the simulator broke, so he just couldn't continue the next day, so he had to get back in, in the in the loop again. Yeah. So he finally got his check right. So like three three weeks of him just being a nervous wreck. Like, well, oh, I bet. Well, so oh. wait a minute. Are you saying that when he was doing his check ride in the simulator for the FAA, it literally, he broke it? When he was in the- broke. So well, I don't think he broke it. Just you know, something happened with it. He's like, I so- didn't touch anything. I swear, it wasn't me. Was it like so- one of those type of deals, or do we know? <laughs> no, it's just, it's just <laughs> the simulators being used is so much because it has so much training going. As you guys know, we're such a short supply, and they're running so many people through. Mm-hmm. The simulator never gets any downtime for maintenance, so it kind of broke, and so they had to start. So finally, last night, he he got his. He got his ride in, and uh, he was as excited as can be. And it's, it's been a, you know, he started around Christmas time in Phoenix, and now he's just finishing up now. And he's coming home this weekend, and we'll be off to the chart house for a celebration dinner and, and hanging out. And uh, 
Well, he'll actually go get to fly my RV, so we'll we'll have some fun. And, uh, well, that sounds like uh, not a loft test, but a love test. Uh, you know, family love test. love test. Yeah, yeah so, so maybe uh, there is something this, there. I don't uh, know. His new wife, <laughs> his new wife uh, Valkyrie, she's all excited, and, and she says, Mr. Tom, Mr. Tom, is, that's what she calls me. And, yeah. Is there a chance we could do an Alaskan cruise? <laughs> what, to celebrate? Like, like surely, go, give us your credit card. We want to go. Well, that's the first thing I said. Well, so, you know, Andrew's getting a paycheck, and you're getting. She's a she's a school teacher. I said you're both uh-huh. getting paycheck. So yeah, we can we can head off to Alaska at the end of the month. Since she's a school teacher in Orange County, and they finish up the end of May. Yeah. So the first week in June, we'll head over to head up to Anchorage, Alaska, and get on a cruise ship, and uh, you know, and celebrate for for seven seven or ten days, and end up in Vancouver or wherever we end up. So, well, that's a, that's better than a you know having a banana thrown at you. you hear what I'm saying, Dennis? If you put some kind of a reward, like, hey, Greg, you know, you get your uh, you get your private pilot certificate, I'll I'll, I'll set let you, you up buy a, me a cruise. Great. Uh, well, no, it's the other way around. I think. Uh, anyway, we'll work on that. But congratulations to your son. That's yeah, think about that. Quite a milestone, and uh, yeah, I, I'm. <laughs> I can't imagine the extra pressure that would add when you're doing your your simulator checkout with the FAA and the thing breaks. Uh, <laughs> I would be like, oh, that would be a nightmare. I would think. Uh, he's he's just been a he's been just a wreck for the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Years. I'm that I'm so ready. And then I'm sorry, you know, we'll get to you. We'll get to you. We'll get to you. And all that. And I finally got to him and uh, he went right through and he knew all his procedures, his SOP and the checklist and mm-hmm. he went right through it. And, you know, with this, uh, and when it came to the, uh, uh, the exam by the FA, the oral on the airplane, he, he was nervous wreck on that too. And, uh, yeah. He whipped right through that. When I, I, we flew out at Easter time and we went through, he had like a thousand, uh, flashcards he was going through them and that's what i used to do. now they do it with the uh ipad and everything else electronic ones but i still have i still have all my checklists and all my flashcards from from the triple seven right well yeah did you uh loan them your flashcards i remember you telling us uh that well they're for the wrong airplane but i still have a whole closet on shoebox after shoebox of flashcards and mm-hmm. one day my wife will probably throw them away with me where i'm not paying attention but <laughs> yeah. a lot of nostalgia right there but he's yeah. excited as me and i'm excited for him too and uh well so does he have a gig waiting waiting for him now that he's uh he's got his uh certification and the whole thing or what is there well, already working as it is or how's it how's it go well what does he well, do now that he has well, this right now he's got he's got to do an ioa which is your initial operating experience with a check airman okay and he'll do that for uh, so many hours so probably four or five and flights whatever whatever their protocol is mm-hmm. um and then after that then they'll turn him loose and he's going to be based out of houston intercontinental airport which is great There's a lot of flights back and forth to orlando on united yeah and the thing is the airline he's with is part of the uh it's a part of the United Airline Group, so he's already uh, he's got a seniority list with United already. He got a number, so right a couple of years with this airline, then he'll go right into United, and he can follow along in mom and dad's footsteps. Well, so. exactly, yeah, you know, it's like, hey, my mom and dad, you know, both work for United. My da- my dad is known as RV Tom on Just Plain Radio, and of course, they'll look at him with a puzzled look and go, "Oh, geez, you're the one." You're, you're the one. You know, he has yeah. to be careful how he, how he plays that card, probably. But uh, despite that, 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 that'll be good. You know, you guys will be traveling the world as a family. It won't, it won't cost you anything to go do that trip in Alaska. You'll uh, be flying on the jump seat on United flights, right? 
Well, I can't anymore since I'm retired. But oh, uh, it doesn't count. Yeah. Well, he can get you on there, can he? Doesn't he have pull? Oh, it's now? nice because now my wife, uh, the she can go to jump seats, flight and jump seat. My son will be able to ride jump seats. Yeah. So even if the flights are full, I'm the only one who has to, to buy a, buy a ticket. They just ride. Free. Well, of course, and, and of course, since you'll have to buy the ticket, it will have to be first class. You'll oh. have to fly oh. first class just because you know they're flying. Oh, for- you know, if, if, <laughs> That's the uh, card. Uh, they, you should have that written down on one of your flash cards. You get to fly first class if they're flying free on the jump seat. I, I'm yeah, telling yeah. you. And the average ticket cost is just an economy price that right. way. See, that's See? how you justify it. Exactly. That's all right. split the cost three ways. And even though first class is trouble the price, I split it three ways. And, wow, I'm still getting a great deal. That's right. Bargain. <laughs> he is bargain man. Uh, no yeah. doubt. Well, that that is good news. And, uh, you know, congratulations to your son once again. And I, I'm sure the pressure's off. Now he has to work in the real world. So now the real now fun begins, get, right? After, after 30 years, he's finally got a real job. Or- <laughs> well, it happens. You'll have to find someone else to mow the grass now at RV Tom's headquarters. But it is what it is. And uh, it's good, good on him. All right, more coming up on Just Plain Radio. Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot. And flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. A state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. You are now clear for takeoff with Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. What is this? Somebody enrolled somebody back into pilot school. So what do you say we quit that dead-end job you're in and put your mommy in a real nice home, something with 24-hour care on me, and not one of them Bangham and Binham joints, something really nice. It would be nice to go back to pilot school. <laughs> This is Just Plane Radio. Gregor Copilot. That's me, along with Captain Dennis and RV Tom, rounding out the crew as we navigate the latest aviation news and information. All right, a uh, little shout out to our uh, buddy from Airplane Repo. What, what's his name again? What is it, Lacey? What? Kevin Lacey. Kevin, right. Uh, you know, he, he's the guy that kind of looks like Indiana Jones and plays with snakes and stuff. If you ever seen that show, you know, it's in reruns still, I think, Aaron, on. 
uh, history or one of those channels out there. But uh, he, he's a really nice guy. I saw him at uh, Sun and Fun last year. We had a little chat with him. And uh, he just put out a book called what exactly, Dennis? Why it like you stole it. The <laughs> early years. <laughs> Literally. Uh, yes. Because that's basically what that was, uh, that whole show and his appearance on it was. He'd go in there and find these uh, planes that had been repro- repoed by the bank. And he was in charge of basically going in there and stealing it from the deadbeats. And then they'd cover his uh, uh, the fiasco on the show. Quite entertaining TV. Uh, whether you're into flying or not. And, uh, yeah, and a real nice guy. He does a lot of great charitable work, uh, especially for the young kids, trying to turn them on to aviation. So uh, we'll have to see if we can reach out to him. And I, I, I figure uh, enough time has passed. They'd probably forget who, he, who we were, and he'd probably agree to, to chat with us. So you think? The statute of limitations is expired when it most has, likely, and yeah. probably his desire to push in more books and get a, get more there word about the book out there. He'll probably overlook anything you might have said to him last right. year. Right, right. Hopefully, yeah, his uh, memory probably won't be as good, and he'll forget you know, as we get up in our older, older, uh, you know, years. I I speak from experience now, unfortunately, since that last birthday. All right, so another thing. Uh, we were speaking about, or chatting about last week was, you know, the, the fact that, uh, there, you know, the administration, the current U S administration was saying how they were trying to clamp down on the airlines to make them perform better. Or they were taking credit for, you know, better, uh, offerings as far as like, if your flight gets delayed, the airlines have kind of stepped up their game a little bit, to you know, not charge you change fees or, uh, you know, a little bit more inclined to maybe give you a hotel stay or whatever the case may be. They, you know, they put a little pressure on the airlines, and there's been some statistics to show that uh, there has been some good that has come of that. Now, whether it was because of that or the passengers were just complaining more and louder and getting more publicity for their complaints, who knows? But, uh, you know, hey, we'll take it any way we can get it. But uh, this is uh, just the U.S. carriers we were talking about last week. They, you know, this is a worldwide problem. And an airline where exactly uh, tried to use an excuse of why they were not going to compensate their passengers for a delay, Dennis? Well, it was uh, TAP Airlines, which is a Portuguese airline. And they had to cancel a flight from Stuttgart, uh, Germany, to Lisbon, Portugal, hmm. because their co-pilot passed away. And they tried to say that that was an extraordinary circumstance and uh, beyond their control and that they, they shouldn't have to compensate the passengers for the delay. Mm. But unfortunately court in Europe ruled that this is no different than a pilot coming down with a cold. You already already have procedures in place for this. Um, you should have done that and you need to compensate the passengers. So well, again, okay. They, they I, that's a little harsh possible. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I put it on the same level of, He's of dead the pilot. Or he had a cold. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Did he have the cold first? And then, well, if he did, then we could probably call it a COVID related incident. So. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> yes. I went there. I'm sorry. Yeah. But, uh, so initially the airline said, no, we don't feel, you know, this is like an act of God kind of thing and and they didn't feel responsible and and somebody sued them for that and evidently they won uh because the airline should have been a little bit more responsive i don't know you know when all your history of of working with the airlines there rv tom i mean uh, is that that's not your call is it like if you guys have a delay or a cancellation 
because a member of your crew is sick or something. I mean, in all your years, surely you've come across this kind of thing. But who makes that call? Is like, all right, well, we're going to cancel this flight. We'll redo another one, but we'll put everybody in and give them some bonus and all that stuff. Do they ever go to the captain of the aircraft for that uh, type of decision, or what do you think? No, don't ask us if the airplane, you know, if it's, if it's mechanical and it's beyond our, our call here, then if it's got to be, if the airplane's got to be replaced or the parts not in stock. Yeah. Or then something like that. That's not our call. That's from the. Well, have you ever had a co pilot die on you? <laughs> I mean, uh, I, mean no, I, I don't want to bring up bad I was you know, say, things. Probably but, one or two he's wanted to kill. Well, okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Maybe yeah, there's no. that. Yeah, I can name a few of them, but yeah. no, I've never had any that. Uh, but there are rules and set for the United States. Uh, and I'm not, you know, it's been a couple of years since I retired, but like, I know, like, if a passenger is delayed up like over six hours and we can't get him back to the gate, the different rules kick in if you're delayed like two hours, four hours, six hours. Right. But it's six hours. If we if, say when the trouble sound like a three hundred passengers on there, and we're we can't get them back to the gate for some reason, we're stuck out on the tarmac, yeah. or we have a mechanical or whatever, Weather or whatever. Yeah, each each passenger is compensated seventeen thousand dollars. Seventeen yeah, so grand, seventeen thousand per passenger. So multiply that times three hundred. Wait, 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 hold on, hold on. Okay. Uh, so if if the plane has a mechanical. And they get stuck on the plane for how how long do you got to be stuck before you get 17 G's? Six hours. Six hours. Man, I'll tell you what. You break that up. That's breaking. I was going to say, how can we get on that flight? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, sometimes. That sounds like a job to me. (laughs) I mean, we've gotten close to it a few hours, and uh, and we'll we'll, we'll get the snow plows and push that airplane back somehow, but we're not going to be out there. I mean, I've gotten stuck in Washington, Dallas one time where. Where we just pushed back from the gate and it was snowing, snowing like like heck, and then uh, the inbound airplanes were landing, so they took our gate. It was snowing so hard they closed the runway, but we couldn't get back to our gate because it's already occupied by the airplane that just arrived. Right. We got there. Now this was back in the uh, early two thousand for the new rules went into effect, but we were out there for like six seven hours. We actually had the uh, Virginia State Police uh, come out. And four wheel drives to calm the past. We actually had a ride on an airplane. Oh, jeez. Yeah. You know, but you know, that's, uh, that was weather too. I mean, that's kind of an act of God. I it mean, is a, it is, it is. I, I don't mean, know. we had people, uh, you know, just getting ready to, we had state police come on board with full body armament. And it's like, I, I kept getting up and going to the back of the airplane, you know, in my uniform. I say, guys, we got a blizzard condition going on. Now, this is an extraordinary condition. We can't get back to the gate. It, it turned out to be like eight hours before these oh, people geez. were get off. And we had uh, the people movers come on out here, and they plowed the taxiway so we can get the people off the airplane. And yeah, well, yeah, I mean that—that's a long time. Yeah, but, and I wouldn't want to like be that. stuck on an airplane like that for sure, especially when you can see the gate. And you're like, come on, I'll fight the blizzard. Oh, just let me off this damn aircraft. I'll walk back. I'm fine, you know. And and you can't let them do that, right? That's the problem. Yeah. So the question is, did you start beverage services? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, we did. We started, we went through our food. We went through, uh, and heck, when we needed ice, I just opened the uh, the main cabin door, just grabbed some snow. We had all the ice we wanted, but uh, yeah. it, was just, it was beyond anything that I've ever seen in my you know forty years of flying. That it was just something that happened. But people just have no; uh, they were just going crazy in the airplane. Uh, yeah. State police actually had to come in and uh, 
you know, calm them down. Right. You know, well, maybe, maybe you should have just went to him like, look, somebody just, just died. We have a dead person up front. <laughs> you start lying your ass off to calm them down. I don't know. There, there's something there. Uh, hopefully, you don't have to experience any of this, but I don't know. Six hours, 17 grand. Oof. I got to look oh. into that one. That might well, be a new right. job opportunity. All right, more coming up on Just Plain Radio. Just Plain Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. That's the spirit. Keep them flying. One, two, three, like a bird I sing. Cause you've given me the most beautiful set of wings. And I'm so glad you're here today. Cause tomorrow I might have to go and fly away. This is Just Plane Radio. Gregor, co-pilot, that's me, along with Captain Dennis and RV Tom, rounding out the crew. All right, so during the commercial break, uh, Tom pointed out something that I was like, what? Uh, You said uh, that you're not allowed to pronounce anyone uh, deceased when you're flying the airplane if they pass, uh, pass away on the plane. That is the deal? That's very true. I don't have the authority or the expertise to say that one of my passengers died on board the airplane. I mean, obviously. So what do you say? They they were sleeping deeply? Because that's happened, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, we'll we'll say different things. (laughs) We'll call dispatch or send them a message on eight cars and say, we have a passenger that, uh, you know, it's either, you know, we, we can't say the dead word. So, so the words are what then? What what do you say? Like uh, in deep sleep and cryogenically preserved. I mean, what? something like that. We'll, we can say oh, it's the dead bird. We'll, we'll say they're they're not using their fair share of oxygen. Uh, their body temperature is well below the uh, ambient outside air. Uh, <laughs> oh man, uh, we got a blanket on them. And uh, really, yeah. I, ne- I never thought that dead was a four letter word, but I guess it is technically. And yeah, so it's, it's right up die. there with work, right, Greg? Yeah, well, the true. Yeah, okay. the passenger never dies on an airplane while we're airborne. Interesting. So they got to you got to land and then have a medical professional come in and pronounce the person exactly. yep. deceased. Okay. Well, now the more you know. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so hey, at least you know you can never die in an airliner. I guess that's true. That's one way. Well, you, uh, yeah, I guess while you're flying. Oh, uh, there's a whole another problematic conversation I'm just saying we, you know it's how they keep their standards you know when yes. averages up well you know uh, RV Tom doesn't do that uh commercial flying stuff anymore he's he's focused more on his velocity aircraft and his RV uh RV9 and yep. uh it, but there has been some news with velocity and I don't know I, actually I think it was Dennis that followed or caught this is that right Dennis that's right. I had some friends of mine that were uh, sharing the uh, the feeds from Instagram on some of the progress going on at Velocity. So I had to go right to the source when Tom joined us today to get the get the scoop. So what did you see that caught your well, eye? What was it? It's their new uh, Velocity V twin or the twin with the six passenger. Though we uh-huh. they've had a twin, but it's been on their standard four place. Uh, but this is their stretch. 
Um, I don't know what their exact term is, but it's basically going to be a six passenger twin engine, very roomy, very fast, very affordable. And I don't um, remember seeing that at uh, Sun and Fun. Was that a, that wasn't there? Was it uh, Tom? Did they have no, it on no, display? No, it hasn't been uh, seen. The it, it just got seen on uh, Instagram here just this week. We put it up okay. on the website, but now it just came out of the hangar for its first time on its own under its own power uh, this week. All right. Uh, so, yeah. have you seen it up close and personal yourself already, or you just heard oh, about it from oh, your yeah, buddies? Yeah, it's yeah. The, paint job the engine it's gorgeous matter of fact i'm headed down there tomorrow morning we're gonna be doing some more work on it tomorrow but uh uh the airplane is just the paint job is phenomenal on it the workmanship on it my friend danny that's been building the airplane now uh retired from delta airlines about three years ago he's been building that airplane he's been down there for for the last 24 months uh you know he's out of the last 24 months he's there six days a week sometimes eight to ten hours a day He's probably put 3,000 hours into building that airplane so far. Wow. And it, and well, okay, so it's a six-seater, so yep. it has uh, obviously more space, um, uh, more carry capacity. What are the specs of this thing? What are we looking well, at? We don't have... We don't have the numbers yet that we're talking about yet. We got to talk with the FAA. The inspector's going to be coming here in the next couple of weeks to, to sign off an airplane. Then we can start doing taxis with it, weight and balance, and everything else. So, uh, yeah, we're expecting it to be a, an honest, you know, two hundred fifty knot airplane at altitude. It's turbocharged. It's got the UL engines on it. They're turbocharged. Maintains sea level power all the way up to seventeen thousand three hundred feet. Wow, so this is a beast. Is it's going to be phenomenal. I mean, does it look like one of the other velocity aircraft, just bigger and more it's powerful? It's got about a 24-inch, uh, two-foot stretch on it. Yeah. It right. looks just like the other ones, but the, the paint job at Danny's X Air Force Academy, so it's painted like an Air Force Falcon. It's got the blue and gray. Nice. Uh, it's got a little symbol on the side of it, like the like the Falcon uh, bird. And, but it's going to be the same velocity type empanage-looking uh, yeah. type deal. and Yep. And that kind yep. of thing. So those engines you mentioned are those different than what you have on the other velocities? Oh yeah, just this more is powerful. The first or twin what? with the UL engines. They're made in uh, um, Brussels, over in Europe, yeah. and they're they're full FADAC, meaning that we don't have to. You just put the key in the ignition and turn it. There's no primer. You don't turn on the boost pumps. You don't have to turn the mixture. You just like starting up your 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 Honda car. You just put the key right. and turn it. Starts right up. And no, it, it's running on Avgas or something else. A uh, hundred low lead, but it can run on different type of fuels. It can even run uh, even on regular automotive fuel. But we're going to mm. be running on a hundred low lead for now. Yeah, all right. But you can adjust the computer on it to to run on the. Well, it can't run on jet fuel, so a lot of people will probably ask. Oh, so you can run a hundred, you know, jet jet A in there. You can't do that. It's right. a federal combustion engine. It doesn't use a compression uh, for. It's not like a diesel. Yeah. So it's a real reciprocated engine but it's uh but it's a modern day version of what's lying out there right now it's a new technology the engine you know it looks like you're uh you know you look at the engine it's all polished it's it's, it's perfect it's not like the, the engines that are out there right now the kind that are like combing to the 100 year old technology this is new technology mm-hmm. uh you don't have to. You don't have to turn on boost pumps. You don't have to prime it. You don't have to adjust the mixture at altitude. It does it all for you, just like just like your car. Oh, so. okay. So it sounds like it's going to be uh, idiot proof and or Greg proof. Uh, might be I, a good candidate for me at some no, point. It'd be, be a great. It's going to be a fabulous cross country airplane. You can get in that airplane. Uh, 
realistically put four people in there, put your dive gear in there, load it up with fuel, and you know, head down to the Caribbean. Yeah, I was going to say it sounds. You know, I mean, uh, that's faster than what our buddy uh, Clay's Saratoga is, isn't it? Saratoga doesn't get that fast, does it, Dennis? I think it uh, tops out around 200, if I remember correctly. More like about 185. Okay. Yeah, so this will be faster, but it sounds like it would probably have at least as much carry capacity, if not a little more, with the two engines. Hey, well, what about fuel burn? Do we know uh, anything in that regard there, uh, Tom? Or what do you, well, what engines do you... are very fuel efficient. We're, we're figuring about the, at altitude and a nice cruise speed, about 15 to 17 gallons an hour, which is... wow. Heck, you're, you're serious. You're wait, wait, is that per serious. engine, though? Per engine? No, that's total. Wow. Wow, that's, that is yeah, impressive talking, for a twin. You're talking seven to nine gallons an hour per engine. So you're talking anywhere from you know, 15, 18 gallons for, for both engines. I'm liking this uh, the sound of this even more. now. So now it has to go through all the the tests with the uh, with the FAA and get certified, and that'll probably take what? Do we know? Well, are you figuring a year, or will it just take a few months? Or you know? oh no, we're gonna, we're going to be at Oshkosh. Okay. We're, we're, oh, all right. So it's yeah, in, talking, the final. The FAA, parts. They, uh, he'll sign off on the airplane. He'll do a full inspection. He'll spend all day there. Uh, you know, walk around the airplane, checking all the specifications. Then we'll start a taxi. It's not like in a uh, certified airplane where it takes years and years. This yeah. we're going to have this airplane flying by. Man, I'm I'm hoping we're gonna have this airplane flying by July first. Okay. Yeah, remember, this is experimental, so he's only got to get a airworthiness certificate from a designated rep, right. and yep. then he's got to do whether it's a forty hour phase one uh, before they can you know start stretching the legs and going farther, or if they use the new prescribed uh, flight training or, or flight checkout curriculum that EAA has put together and the FAA is endorsing, where it's more task based, mm-hmm. they might be able to get it. Uh, get it fully released from the phase one in less than 40 hours depending on how it performs but they have a lot of stuff to do they're going to ring this thing out and figure out what uh best rate of climb speeds best glide speeds it's what the fuel flow is basically they have to do all of the numbers and figure out what this thing is really doing it's not a production plane that they've done a bunch of already that they've already collected all this for <laughs> this is the first one so yeah. that's what about cost tom what testing. do we know ballpark well, right now again i'm not, not counting any labor we're probably about seven fifty. All right, that's uh, doable. Dennis's uh, credit limit goes up there. If not his, his combined with Captain Keys, we'll make it happen. On that note, and before they can respond, we're going to wrap it up. Till next time, remember, there's no better high than learning to fly. Just Plane Radio is brought to you by JustPlaneRadio.com. I say we take off and nuke the entire site from Morbid. Your aviation resource on the information super skyway. It's the only way to be sure. Just Plane Radio is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. But just plain wrong. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at JustPlaneRadio.com. I'm going to leave my people up to the radio tower. So tell a friend and take off every week with Just Plane Radio. And I'm going to make a call. The show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. (laughs) 
Listen up, everybody. I have some news. The opinions you just heard on Just Plain Radio are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. We are screwed. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. A little too far across the line. There are many factors to consider before learning to fly. What is your problem? So make sure you do your own research and get the proper instruction before your exploration into aviation. Thank you very much, sir. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at JustPlainRadio.com. 